lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts. Hello. Hello, it's Marina speaking from Rock Antenna. Hello, how you doing? Hey, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. <laughs> How's your day going so far? Oh, uh, very good. Very good. Well, I haven't had much of it yet, but <laughs> good, good. Where are you right now? I'm in uh, Welsh, Minnesota. All right. Oh, wait, that's that's really far across the across the ocean. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Jeff Pilsen uh, from Foreigner, for taking time. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. You've been in quite some major bands uh, in in rock history. History, uh, to be honest. Uh, so it's a real pleasure to have you on the line uh, right now. And um, you're also you're coming back uh, quite soon. Actually, you're supposed to go on tour in summer yeah. um, with Foreigner. Yeah. I say supposed mm -hmm. because of the coronavirus. Yeah, we're all kind of on pins and needles because no, nobody really knows anything right now. I mean, so far there's been no cancellations, and, and it, I know it's good, but uh, we just don't know what's going to happen. And that's kind of a funny feeling. I know that travel into the U.S. from Europe has been halted for 30 days, but of course our, our shows over there are further away than that. So we're hoping that things get cleared away in that 30 days. But uh, again, you just never know. I know. France and Switzerland and Spain have, you know, limited events over a certain amount of people till the end of May. So, uh, you know, it's it's all it's all up in the air. But but at the same time, um, you know, we just got to soldier forward. So, uh, like I say, we're we're uncertain right now, but you know, we're we're hoping for the best. Yeah, we, we too. You know, that's that's kind of yeah, like of what course. we are dealing at the moment as well. You know, but we're all hoping for the best. So I just wanted to to see how you experience it at the moment. You're coming uh, in June, as you said. Like it is still planned, right? Or is there like an emergency yeah, plan yeah. to postpone no, I mean, it? Nothing has been planned to postpone yet. Everything is still on according to what we know. Okay, perfect. So, um, what can you what can we expect uh, from the tour then? Well, lots of energy. Um, the band is really firing on all cylinders right now. Um, we're really, really experiencing a lot of, uh, I mean, musically, we're really experiencing some great things right now. Uh, the band is playing and singing together so well, and the audiences have been so positive. Um, it's, it's almost like in times like this, people need music even more. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, it's certainly been showing at the shows. People have been really, uh, really deeply invested into the show. and That's a powerful feeling for us. So they are like experiencing uh, a positivity and, you know, I think that that gives them strength too. So uh, does the set list already stand for, for the gigs in Germany, for Europe? No, not really. I mean, we have an idea. We, you know, we know what songs tend to work. There's a couple songs that we do in Germany that we don't get to play, that we don't often play in the States. Um, so that's mm. kind of fun. Um, Which ones? And, uh, uh, well, there's a song called That Was Yesterday. That was, uh, mm. that, um, we don't as often play in the States, but we love to play when we come to Europe and it always works well. And we always look forward to that. So no, I don't have a, an exact set list yet, but we, we have a general idea. Okay. All right. Well, we're really excited about that. Um, what's your favorite song to play live in general? You know, I don't really have a particular favorite. There's so many. There's so many highlight moments in the set uh, that are real special. I mean, we get to improvise a lot on Jukebox Hero, and um, I want to know what love is is really fun to play. Um, so there's a lot of moments. You know, I, I couldn't single it to one, just one. Yeah, yeah. It's you very have different. so many. It's classic. like asking what's your favorite child. 
They, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, how many children do you have? <laughs> just just one, so I, okay. I do have a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, lucky you then. <laughs> you don't have to to decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, well, really cool. We're really excited about that. Then uh, talking about live shows, and you know, you've done so many already um, in your life, in your your you know rock history. What are uh, your favorite life moments? Maybe some fun accidents or anything that happened on stage. Oh, wow. One moment I always really look at as being real special was in uh, at the end of 2007 when um, Led Zeppelin got together to uh, play for the Amund Erdogan tribute oh. that took place in London. Um, we got to play right before them, and that was a real memorable moment because, number one, I was a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, me too. And drummer at the time, Jason Bonham. Jason Bonham uh, was the one that played in Led Zeppelin, and I, obviously because his father wasn't alive. So... Um, and it was just a real special night in so many ways. It was really emotional for us watching Jason, who just did an amazing job. And it was great playing in front of that crowd who were, who were so gracious. I was a little worried before at first, like people weren't going to react to us at all because, you know, they're the anticipation of Led Zeppelin, but it was quite the opposite. They were really, really cool with us. Um, so it was, it was a real powerful moment. And then when Led Zeppelin came on, it was something I'll never forget. So just a real That's that's one moment that really stands out to me as being something I could have only experienced having been in this band. That sounds really cool. Okay, I can really like picture it, like how how it went. Uh, where was it yeah. in in London yeah. in the Wembley? No, it was at the O2 Arena. Oh, the O2 Arena. All right, yeah, I've been there. It's a it's it's a cool place. Amazing, cool, and yeah, it's also huge. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's huge. Um, do you also uh, remember some like accidents or anything? Because there is, you know, Friday the thirteenth tomorrow. So I was like, I gotta ask you if oh, yeah. maybe you oh, have wow. a, an accident wow. that you remember on stage. I'm happy, I have. Happy accident. Wow. I like nothing, um, nothing like getting injured or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you know, I mean, I think we had, we've had a lot of cases where, um, you know, we bring choirs up with us to sing on stage during I Want to Know What Love Is. And we, we oftentimes we do that with high school choirs here in America, especially. And there've been so many times that we brought up kids that I swear, I look into their eyes and I see that they, they've gotten a buck. They, they get it. They see what performing is like. And It just turns into something. It's really a special moment. I mean, you, you can just sort of see a transformation there. And uh, it's really, really fun to watch. And, and some of these choirs, they do such a great job. And they bring this youthful energy. I, this is probably not exactly the kind of thing you're asking about, but it's the first thing that came to mind. Um, oh, that's fine. So it's it, really it, magical. It, <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and it's something that, you know, once again, it's the music that brings this out in people. And And when that, whenever that happens, I feel like we've accomplished our goal because, you know, music is supposed to be entertaining. You know, it can, it can be all sorts of things. It can be thought-provoking. It's certainly emotional. Um, and when you, when you just kind of connect on all those levels, it really, it really kind of verifies that playing music is a great thing. And, and that's a wonderful feeling. Oh, I can totally understand. I agree with you. <laughs> um, oh, great, great, great. Yeah. As I've mentioned uh, before, um, you've been like in, in major bands before, you know, like uh, Dokken, you've been uh, in Dio. Now you're the bassist for Foreigner. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a crazy CV, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm very grateful. I've gotten to work with some wonderful people and I, I never take that for granted. So um, wh what have been your major influences Uh, when you were growing up, you know, now you were maybe a uh, oh, major influence you, for other people. Yeah, well, I mean, the first major influence I had was the Beatles. Absolutely. Um, that really shifted my life. I mean, my mom was a singer in the big band in, in a big band in the 1930s. So she 
she used to sing to me a lot. And so I think I have a fondness for music from that. And she was quite good. So it was fun to have her sing to me. And I think I kind of fell in love with music there. Uh, but then when the Beatles showed up on Ed Sullivan, uh, I was six and it just changed my life. I have an older sister who was like really dialed into that. And her boyfriend at the time, who has been her husband now for 53 years, he was just so instrumental in getting me connected with all that. And, uh, watching that, feeling that experience, that was when I, de- I decided, oh, that's what I want to do. So then, you know, so it started with the Beatles and then I carried on into, you know, I mean, I did play classical music because I played cello and stand-up bass in high school and college. Yeah. Um, so I, I love a lot of classical music, uh, but I also got severely into real progressive music like Yes and Genesis and Emerson, mm-hmm. Lincoln, Palmer and, and stuff like that. Uh, and I went through a phase of real heavy music, you know, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, that kind of thing. Um, and now I've, I've gone through phases of like, I, I love Motown music. And so I think I love everything as long as it's really good. And as long as there's great groove and great singing, I'm pretty much into it. Yeah, I totally understand. Do you have a, a favorite song by the Beatles though, maybe? Or Emerson, Lake, Palmer? Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite song by the Beatles, which is odd because But there's just because there's so many of them, and yeah. it's, it would be hard to pick out one. Yeah. I, I think I think my favorite album by the Beatles would be Revolver. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Emerson, Lake and Palmer goes, again, there's so many facets to them. I love the album trilogy, but I also love side one of the album Tarkus, where they do the whole long piece. And you know, I was in a band that did that whole side one, you know, one time many years ago, and. So I, I, there's just so many pieces. Um, the, the album Close to the Edge by Yes to me is a masterpiece that exists on a level few other you know bands have reached. Um, so there's a lot of different favorites. Yeah, I see. I mean, there's just, so it can be like, like you, you know, say, you know, from the Beatles to heavier stuff to Black Sabbath, for instance. Right, right, right. It, you know, it's, it's different moods, different things. But, you know, the connect, connection is the emotional resonance it has with you. Mm. And... Um, You know, I think that's about life experiences and maybe when you got exposed to that music and it affects you like that. I mean, I just love music in general. I love making music. I love to listen to music. Really, really love writing and recording music. That's my favorite thing. And uh, so, I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm very lucky that I have the job that I have. And uh, like, what are, what are like any young bands that you like nowadays? Anyone you just recently discovered, like an, an insider tip from you? Bands that I recently discovered. I love some of the newer bands, but I'm not really much into pop punk. That's one area that doesn't kill me too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love, I love bands like Five Finger Death Punch. I think they're great. Oh, same. The new record. Not new anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's really um, good. Did you listen yeah, to it? I, I'm, to the I, new I record? I one song. Okay. Uh, one song on the new record. That, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, like, I think there's one song that's called Monsters. So that's really cool as well. <laughs> I think that might be what I... Oh, all right. So we agree. Um, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Great. Well, um, besides music, you know, you, you kind of seem like an all-round talent. Like you do, you know, you played a fictional heavy metal bassist um, in the film Rockstar. I think it came out in 2001. And uh, mm-hmm. you voiced Johnny Cage in the video game, yeah. in, the, in the video game Mortal Kombat. So um, you do right. quite a lot of things besides of music as well. Um Is there anything left on your list that you really want to, like, still do? Yes. I still want to write the greatest song of all time. 
And I'll be very patient, but I won't rest until I do, which means maybe I'll never achieve it, but at least I'll give it a good old try. <laughs> okay. So music is still like your number one priority. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I kind of live and breathe music. It's, <laughs> it's, it's what I do. Yeah, I love music, like I say, in all aspects. And, and uh, I always want to strive to get better, you know, better as a writer, better as a player, better as a singer. Um, and so, yeah, I'm always working to, to be the best I can possibly be. Oh, perfect. That sounds really great. Thank you so much. Well, um, actually... Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you so much, Jeff Pilsen uh, of Foreign Enough, for taking time to uh, talk with us today. Um, and well, my pleasure. All right. Well, then, I hope to see you soon in June. Stay healthy. Yeah, me too. And uh, take care. Yeah, I, I, I will do my best. <laughs> All right, take care. Thank you, Marina. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'll be the same. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station.